When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2023 where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com and get your favorite drinks delivered today. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never thought about space in my cramped apartment, but in this house, all I see is empty space. The sofa and ottoman look like tiny islands in a sea of hardwood floors. I could get two ottomans in the living room, but then I'd need another sofa. I could tell people I'm into minimalism. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. It's, it's your birthday. It's my birthday, and I'll cry if I want to. Well, it's not really our birthday, but it is kind of, isn't it? <laughs> go ahead. No, you. He's got, it sort of is. <laughs> you know. You know the. Uh, go ahead. Squeeze a few of them so people can hear what you're doing. No, that that's not. It's going to break the jar. Don't do that. Just got him some. There I'm not strong enough to break the jar. Don't be so sure. We had a leaker. <laughs> In the last batch. So, for old guys, that sounds scary. I know. <laughs> hey, for women of a certain age, it sounds even scarier. Trust me, they don't want to laugh too hard. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I know. I might. And you're thinking, this isn't the fucking podcast I normally tune into. Nope. But you know what it is? It's a special pocket podcast, something that we innovated here in the last year on the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. Brought to you, as always, by the folks at Crooked Eye Brewing in the heart of Hatboro, serving the cure for what ails you since 2014. No, this isn't your average every week podcast. This is a special pocket podcast edition. I know, it's awesome. We started the first week of March on our own with our own little uh, independent website set up. And uh, I thought we, you know... I'd say we covered a little ground since then, but you know, still an infinite number of ideas left to explore. It's rock and roll, and we have only maybe baby pinched the surface of this huge tree. Maybe gotten to the equivalent of one tiny branch on a monstrous, magnanimous tree of music. We barely dipped our toes into the waters on three things that we discussed this year. Alice Cooper, we did an overall. 
Uh, we talked about Motown through the years and all the different configurations and kind of touched on that. We touched on Jamaican music, but more to go in depth there. And uh, we did go in deep with Johnny Z from Megaforce. That and, was a lot of fun. And because we both were part of that whole scene to talk to a guy yeah. who was behind it, stirring up all the shit was a whole lot of fun. Talking about Johnny Z from Megaforce Records, the man who discovered Metallica off a demo tape. Yep. Unbelievable. Anthrax as well helped oh, cultivate so their many. career and some of the other bands. But his importance for us in radio is he found great music that we got to share with you and rock the fuck out with you for many Absolutely. years. And still continue to do so. And we also had stuff like looking at the wall from all those different release angles. We yep. covered the explosion of punk, which really I saw you geek out for the best for the first time uh, on that, putting that one together, the explosion of punks. That was so much fun. We did two episodes on Robert Johnson and the progenitors of the blues, and we both learned a lot. Oh, my God. That was such a huge learning experience because of the fact that it took so many people to gather all of this information because records weren't kept the way they were today. So right. the amount of research to put in to get us this information, we are so blessed. But we are getting better. We started out with what we know, and we've been learning certainly for the last six months, all about stuff that we didn't know or things we thought we knew about, but we learned so much more, and that's a perfect example of it. We've talked about rock and roll lost. We've had a couple episodes about that. Most recently, the uh, the one Paradise Lost, about 2015 through 2016, and I'm, I'm afraid we're starting off 2020 in a bad way right now. With, too. That, yeah, with, with everything, everybody. We don't have to go into it, but no, just with everybody. Right. And so that's one of the things that we... We kind of got into um, our interview with Chris Schwartz was a game changer for us. Uh, he started Rough House in the 90s or in the 80s and it blew up in the 90s. And he's back with Rough Nation in a book. And we got to talk with him as Philly guys just talking about stuff. And he told us uh, that there was going to be a new Miss Lauren Hill record that wasn't news anywhere before I saw before he told us on the podcast. And so much, or so many great stories, uh, spilling beans on stuff. And we found some musical spaces, I think, that have been kind of fun for us, too, because it's forced both of us to get out of our immediate comfort zones and look and explore. Yep. The exploration process is so much fun because we listen to a lot of rock steady, a lot of uh, ska, a lot of uh, reggae, but sure. not at the depth that we did before going into that episode. And since then, I still put on some of those old Trojan records because yeah, they're downloaded bud. into my iTunes. And it's really nice to hear. My son likes the bouncy beats of the reggae and the Jamaican music and the ska because it, it makes you move. It's that kind of music. One of the things you may not realize as a listener, that the podcast has become a part of our everyday in that way. We're listening to music, and Marcus is sharing. He's doing the dad thing, sharing music with his son, which is really cool. And at the same time, we're, we're immersed in the episode, in the music, in the feel, in the research. Some of these episodes just required so much digging to find out. Mm -hmm what we didn't know mm -hmm. and we continue to learn and we always encourage you to post up on an episode link on Facebook or on the website and stuff like that but we're not kidding about that we've learned a lot because of you guys so we thank you for that yes we've had great feedback on episodes that we should uh, dig into and we've d dug into a few of them because of suggestions from people who have listened to the podcast and that's great 
I want to go back to the beginning of the year. We did our Q&A trailer thing, which a lot of people do a trailer. Mm -hmm. We didn't do ours right, by the way. We didn't? No, apparently not. But we've learned. And I'm not redoing it. Are you? No. That's where we started. We were pretty crude and and not, not just with our language, as your mother pointed out a few episodes into the podcast. I got grounded. So... We came out with our first real episode. It was the case for the Beatles, where I acted as the barrister representing the Beatles and presenting my case to the audience. And the cool thing was that we started pretty basic and didn't really do much uh, illustration of our podcast at the beginning. And to be able to turn around by year's end and redo it, reimagine it as the case for the Beatles as a holiday gift to the audience was still fun, and people are still listening to it because it's fun to listen to. And hopefully there's more fun than the other F word in uh, responses that we're getting, you know? Uh, We had our first interview as a little baby indie podcast. Jim McCarty of the Yardbirds called us, and it was also our first family tree. The timing happened to work out perfectly because he was playing in the Phoenixville Area, area, yeah, area at the uh, I can't. What's the name of the theater? The Colonial, Colonial Theater in Phoenixville with the Yardbirds with Kenny Aronson playing bass. That's right. And, and then just a few weeks later, we'd end up with Kenny Aronson in the studio talking about how he got into the Yardbirds and everything else that he did in rock and roll. Which basically, I think we said what about twenty times in that interview. Think about it. I mean, Kenny Aronson auditioned with the Rolling Stones. What? I know, and that story was amazing. And I'll tell you this, folks. There's a story that he didn't tell in the podcast, which which would make all of your hair stand up on its end. Which one is that? George Harrison, I'm just saying. Um, Anyway, um, we have to do more family trees. And I'll tell you, I think the reason that we didn't do more. We did two. What was the other one? Zeppelin. We didn't do the Zeppelin family tree. Oh, you're right. We didn't do the Zeppelin family tree. Yeah. That's editing out. Load up the bong, brother. I don't think we're quite high enough. One of the reasons I think is, is we have not fully explored the Yardbirds family tree, which is the first tree that we we put together. And we've come up with others that we want to do because some bands just lead to other bands, lead to other bands, lead to other bands. And that's the Yardbirds family tree. And it was so cool to talk to Jim and then to get Kenny's perspective on that. And we got hooked up with Kenny because he plays with our buddy David Wasikinen from the Hooters and in the pocket who came in for our first sit down and our first two part episode. And then Kenny did two parts and then we do two parts on some of the things that we just got really going on. Like Jimi Hendrix was a good example. Yeah, The progenitors of the blues was a two parter because there's so much information you you need a lot of time to go over the just the basic beginnings of the blues. You need a lot of time because there's so much information that's important to that story and you can't leave it out. And we did episodes along the way about R&B in the 70s. And we actually got a comment recently from somebody who just discovered the podcast over on our website. And I, I just it's cool to see people posting there. I think it underlines the fact that you guys are listening. We don't get phone calls with requests or anything like that, but we love hearing from you. One of the first suggestions we got from the audience was to do an episode about Chuck Berry, and we did that in our first year. Not that we won't do more. That Chuck Berry episode was a lot of fun because we got to explore areas that I did not know about Chuck Berry, but to be able to talk about his importance in rock and roll mixed with how absolutely insane he was was a lot of fun. But then if you listen to his music... 
you understand it maybe a little bit more because you realize or you you sort of get the crazy or you have a feel or an idea for the crazy <laughs> behind the music. Well, along the way, aside from asparaging Chuck, we also did our first episode of what we call Five Favorites. Uh, it was the American, your five favorite American singers of the 60s, and we had a lot of fun with that. It's, it's where we discovered our mutual love of both Marvin and Aretha. Oh, yeah. And then we also did one for British guitarists of the 70s, and there were other ones right up into the last couple of weeks. So we do five favorites regularly. You know, somebody said to me, what? we should just do that as a podcast. Maybe we Maybe will. Maybe we should. Maybe we will. Hey, we're here at one year, but and anything could happen in year two. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And you know what was another fun episode was was dissecting Quadrophenia as well as dissecting Frampton Comes Alive. Those were two really important albums in the whole big rock and roll family tree and two albums that we both cite as amazing albums. In our first year, we took our first look into heavy metal and a look into John Lennon's Lost Weekend. That was fun. That was really fun. I got to tell you, my buddy Sean Burke... Uh, just hit me up with something, and I've got it in my Dropbox. i got to get it over to you. It's an album that Harry Nielsen and John Lennon made in the heights of the Hollywood vampires drinking, like when they were really drunk all the time. It's There's some of it stunningly good, and some of it's just like, what? Really? But i got to get it to you. It's, I would love to hear that. It's called Pussycat. I'll, I'll get a mm. copy over to you. I had not heard this record before uh, just a week or two ago, so there you go. That's how rock and roll happens sometimes. You have to wait a long time to get something that makes you go, what? Yeah, and and the craziness of Lennon's Lost Weekend that turned into 18 months. I mean, I had no idea about this, really, because, it was again, as I was too young to really know about any of this, and these types of things weren't really covered in the media at that time. All we knew about it was an occasional black-and-white photo in Rolling Stone. Okay. Or something like that. That's all you ever heard or saw about it, to tell you the truth, you know. But Did, and we covered it, and uh, it was, that was a fun episode. Oh, those yeah. guys were; those guys could drink. They like were the coolest sons of bitches business, alive. Man. They really were, and they they just the coolest ever. Yeah. Could you imagine them and the Rat Pat going on drinkathons <laughs> together? Uh, there would be no livers left standing on that one. <laughs> so. Woodstock hits 50, the original Woodstock. So what do we do? We take a look at all four of them, right? And uh, the one that got away, which everybody's like, there's only three. But we also cover the one that got away here in uh, 2019 to celebrate the 50th. Then, because we've been talking about Jimmy since the minute we talked about doing this podcast, we sat down to talk about Jimi Hendrix. And I think the conversation went on for like an hour and a half to almost two hours. And we like to give you guys a little more compact time to listen so you don't have to spend like, you know, 20 minutes hearing the end of an episode before you go into work when you're driving in, that kind of stuff. I know where people are listening. Well, wherever you're listening, we try to get it to about 35, 45 minutes for you. So it's not too long. So that's why we cut it in half and made it a two-parter, right? Totally. Then something I think is probably monumental... Uh, in the history of our podcast, uh, we met these two guys named Peter and Christian at Pantheon Podcasts, and we got to talking with them, and we made our debut on the network on September 23rd, 2019, and that's when we released the 70th birthday uh, episode about that kid from Freehold on Bruce's 70th. It was pretty cool to make that all work together and tie together for our podcast. Yeah, we really enjoyed uh, our working with uh, 
Pantheon podcast. They're great dudes. They have a lot of music podcasts on the network. We've, I know I've learned a little bit about music listening to some of their podcasts. Yes. I enjoy the Rock and Roll Librarian, Shelly Sorensen. She's well-read. Uh, Martin Popoff, who's written some great books yep. about metal over the years, does a really cool podcast. So there are a lot of really yeah. fun podcasts that you should check out if you like music podcasts on the Pantheon Music Network. The Nate, Pantheon Nate podcast on the Let Network. It Roll podcast is, has been doing some great work in the last few months, too. And a lot of these podcasts on Pantheon, some of them are only about as old or a little older than us. Um, the, the Rock and Roll Archaeology Project's been going on for a while, mm. but uh, they put out an episode every so often. But now there's all these other podcasts on Pantheon, and uh, just a big high five or fist bump or an yeah. elbow rub, whatever you want to give to uh, Peter Ferrioli and Christian Swain, who is the Rock and Roll Archaeologist. And uh, we want to thank them for getting us on the Pantheon. So that made some yeah. things happen, and that's why a lot of you found us, by the way, I think. As because they put us onto all these apps that we hadn't heard of before, and we're out there in all kinds of places, and it's really interesting to see people listening to us in countries like Slovenia, mm-hmm. you know, where we're apparently pretty popular. We've got, uh, <laughs> we've got, we're hitting double figures in like Turkey, yeah, all kinds of places, and like New the Ukraine. Place, we're Spain, doing really well. Yeah, Spain, yeah. Italy, France. We've had some good. Good yeah. moments. But we thank everybody who tunes in wherever you are, however you find us, Bogota, Colombia. Uh, we're yeah. just happy to have you listening to the podcast. Thank you for liking rock and roll. And we feel like even though we're at the end of our first year, we're really, really just getting started. So we'll come back and wrap things up. But before we do that, we got to take the pause that refreshes with our sponsors, Crooked Eye. I know when I'm thirsty, I head to the heart of Hatboro and go see my friends at Crooked Eye Brewery. I want to thank Paul, Paul, and the whole gang for their support for our podcast. It's been great. Now, when you want to taste the freshest, most creative brews in the Bucksmont, you go to Crooked Eye at York Road in Montgomery, right there in the heart of Hapro. Pouring the cure for what ails you since 2014, the Crooked Eye crew makes every single night fun. Hey, and you can keep up with the live entertainment on the brewery's Facebook page. That's the best way to know what's happening there, including their free Tuesday night's Blues Jam, which has taken off. The Home Brewers Club and my partner in crime, Ray's Vinyl Nights, which are the third Wednesday of the month every month. That's where the month. Home Brewers meet. And live music all the time, including the Crooked Eye Band. There's always good fun to be had. And a new friend to be made at Crooked Eye. And we want to thank them, as always, for their support of what we do on this crazy, imbalanced podcast. When you need a fresh, tasty brew, head to Hatboro and make it Crooked Eye. It's a special pocket podcast of the imbalanced history of rock and roll, celebrating our one year of actual existence. I mean, we had six months where we were gestating, um, but it took us uh, a while to get us on the air. Is it? I'm not even yeah. sure. Online. Online. Yes, we had a, yeah. it. Took a while for us to get the. It took me all night to get the engines online, Captain. Yeah, we started talking in <laughs> July. It's a before, terrible, Scotty. We started talking that July before. Yeah. Before we well, I know I had mentioned it right after, right at the end of June. I mentioned it to you, and we sat on it and thought about it, and met, to made made notes back and forth. And then in August, we got together, had lunch, and started talking about it. And then we left with like a big thick stack of papers each with ideas. And what I would say to anybody who was at that stage where you've had that meeting, um, and you want to make a podcast, be patient. Baby steps. 
They're the two things. Steps. You got to be patient. I get- like to leap big, and it's been great to have Ray pull me back into the baby steps because I definitely like to take those big reckless jumps. I, on the other hand, try to stay grounded because I'm a Taurus, yet I want to fly with my bongosophical brother into all those places. So that's what we're working on. And you know what? We've been doing this for a year, and we feel like we're still just really getting started. Uh, We have so many more things we want to talk about. I looked at the list that we made that day at the bar, and, you know, we still have about a quarter of those subjects that we have to get into that we haven't done. And that's because we just keep finding all these other great topics to discuss with you and uh, interact with you on. So uh, there's a shitload of people we have to thank. Yes, we First, do. I want to thank Marcus's mom for telling us that we curse too much. Sorry, you, mom. mom. Uh, Can I be us, ungrounded? It gives us an explicit rating uh, every week, and uh, hopefully we haven't lost mom at this point. No. Uh, she's thank- from New Jersey. Hey, she curses. Hey, she's a hobba chick. <laughs> that's, uh, that's from... Um, Ghostbusters when they talk about the the Statue of Liberty. But, you know, we also, we have to thank our ladies in our life. Uh, Your wife, Kim, and my honey, Marisa. They they have been very patient. They helped us to give birth to this thing, and they helped to keep us on track. Uh, Kim is a great IT person and has told us stuff and taught us stuff that we had no idea about Mm -hmm. and has explained a lot to us. Definitely. And uh, Marisa's always given us some ideas, like her, her feedback on stuff. And uh, we'll see. Maybe, too. maybe, maybe she'll. Maybe you'll be hearing from her as part of a future podcast. Because you know she's mm-hmm. got she's got the itch. I want to thank everyone in every country around the world that stopped a friend in the last year and said, "Hey, you have to check these two assholes out." Thank you. Apparently, word of mouth works way better than app ratings and reviews in telling people about your podcast. And uh, especially at the beginning, it was really, we joke about it, but it was some of our friends around the country Mm -hmm. and a few people here in Philadelphia, and that's how we started this thing. We're just going to keep doing it as long as you guys keep listening. We might as well, right? Absolutely. (laughs) I love love the research, I love the learning, and I like talking. The Micro Machine Man here presenting the genuine original, colossally collectible, most midget miniature episodes of the real things. Micro Machines. <laughs> and you love rock and roll. You forgot that, Oh, mate. I love rock and roll. I, I want to thank Chris Schwartz. There's a lot of people we yeah. want to thank, but I want to thank him because at a key point, he gave us some guidance when we, look, we were looking for a distributor, and he gave us the thumbs up on Pantheon. And, um, and I want to thank all our friends and listeners who form the base of any structure that we've created, whether it's on social media or on the, listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. You supporting us helped us to grow this thing, and we can't thank all of you enough. Absolutely. It means the world that you take time out of your day, out of your busy world, to make us a part of your world. And for that, we are very thankful. We are very appreciative. And we hope we can continue to interest you in these subjects. And again, please give us feedback. You can email us with topic ideas, anything, imbalancehistory at gmail.com. Before we go, got to definitely thank Rick DeFonzo. You hear his music oh every gosh. week on the podcast at the beginning, in the middle. In fact, you're hearing it right now. Wait a minute. There he is. Yep. Hello, Rick. And uh, check him out at rickdefonso.com for all the latest on his music that he's doing. And we thank him for allowing us to use his music as our theme music. And I uh, want to thank Tom Collins, who's uh, Rock and Shots Live Photography, does great rock and roll uh, concert stuff, mm-hmm. and, and uh, for letting us use some of his photos this year. I want to thank Kevin Law from Philly Rock Radio, who designed our logo. 
Yeah, the logo that's on Facebook that you see on our Twitter account that's on our website, that was done by Kevin Law. Thank you, Kevin. He also runs a really cool website called phillyrockradio.com. It's just really great rock and roll. Check that out, and uh, you might even hear my voice on there from time to time. Mm. I want to thank Bill Weston, not just for bringing me back to MMR, but also for letting us use the studios over there once in a while uh, when we get somebody that's a little bigger than our little suit studio setups here at the house. So. Mm. Thanks thank to, you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. And I got to thank Crooked Eye. Yeah. The, the Mulherans and the Hogans have become more than friends. They've become more than sponsors. They've become family in the last few years. Absolutely. Um, I didn't realize I, I did my first broadcast from there uh, when I was on MGK. Uh, pr- not that long after they had opened, and it really helped to bring a lot of people in then, and I just had such great time. I was, just kept going back, and I over the last couple of years really – feel like these guys are all family. I mean, I mean like, the, the the brothers Mulherin as well as uh, mom and dad and, you know, Paul and his family and uh, so many of the guys, the Crooked Eye band guys have become, like, our buds over there. They always come to our events and things like that. And the Crooked Eye vibe is what I'm talking about. So just keep doing it, guys, and keep making that great brew, and we'll keep doing this wacky, imbalanced podcast for you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. You know, Ray, besides... All these people that you've mentioned, I just want to say that it's been so much fun working with you and talking to you on a regular basis about the rock and roll and about the music and about our ideas and about the baby steps, especially when I'm like, dude, let's jump off this cliff. And you're like, <laughs> I'm the guy grabbing the suspenders from the back to pull them back from the edge. That is 100% every, every the while, truth. Every once in a while. It doesn't happen that often. Uh, it happens more than you might let off because uh, okay. I definitely like to take bigger steps. I'm definitely that jump into the fire chaos guy. Buddy, it's the punk we, rock in me. <laughs> it is. All I can say is when we sat down to put this podcast together, I knew it was going to work because of the kind of guy you are, the kind of person you are, and I know how much passion you have for music and rock and roll. And as right as I was about that, what I didn't realize was what your capacity for learning and talking about stuff that you didn't know everything about. Like I talk, I'm, if I get anywhere Nick Cave, you're in, you're in and off on a tangent. But what I've seen you do, both as uh, my co-host and my friend, is learn about so much stuff that you didn't know. And that's really, I guess, the point of this whole podcast is none of us is so smart as to know it all. And that's why we keep getting together every week here uh, on the Pantheon Podcast Network, whether we're live here at the Soul Kitchen Studios or at your Magic Bag Studios at your place. And we sit down and we get bongosophical and we continue a conversation that started over 10 years ago when we first met backstage, probably in an MM barbecue or something. Yeah. And we have always had uh, deeper conversations about rock and roll and it's led us to get together and do this podcast. Yeah. And one year down, many more know, to go, many more to go. So I, I thank you, man. And I, I love you. you. And love you too. I, as we've become even closer friends in the last uh, year or so, as we've gotten this thing going, Here's to this episode and many more. And one of the episodes we wrote down the first time we got together uh, for lunch at the bar, we talked about it countless times when we did the R&B singers, Mm -hmm. uh, R&B in the 70s, and then we did the 60s singers, uh, five favorites. Marvin Gaye kicks off 
our second full year as a podcast. Next week, we drop Marvin Gaye. Well, actually, it's just a Couple few days, days now. Yeah, because yeah, we're Monday. dropping this in the middle of our, our release week. Yeah. So uh, look for it Monday wherever you get your podcast or wherever you find us. Yeah. And sweet Marvin Gaye. Sweet Marvin Gaye. And boy, what a subject. God boy, what a complex one. man he was. Yeah, he was. He was a very complex man. So I look forward to listening to that, and I know you're deep into production on that, as we always are. We're always up to something here at Dark Doc Media. Most of it's above board, I would say. Oh, absolutely. And I think We're straight ex- up above board. And I think you can expect a lot of interesting things to, uh, to come your way from, uh, from our Dark Doc Studios uh, here in 2020 as we move boldly forward. Where no podcast has gone before. I don't know. know. I don't know. All right. (laughs) All right. Before we start getting all mushy here, I'm going to sign off and say we'll see you next time with Marvin Gaye. Oh, it's going to be so good. That sounds so sweet. I'm Ray Coop. I'm Marcus in the Darkest. And we'll catch you next time on the Imbalance History of Rock and Roll. Sweet. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. Looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.